Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome everyone, as we really move into our mastery, one way to do that is by awakening our ancestors' spiritual wisdom. This is something that my next guest is here to share with us today, and it's exciting because there is a lot of wisdom from our ancestors. So many times we think that there's such things to clear from ancestral baggage that we bring in in our physical body into this lifetime. But Dr. Monique Hunt is here to share a technique that she uses to help people reclaim this wisdom from our ancestresses, the women ancestors in our lineages, that will actually help us heal from spiritual woundings. So Dr. Monique, thank you and welcome back. It's so good to see you again. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I always enjoy talking to you. So yeah, we were saying it's been what, 2020. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Ah, yes. And so we will be working with our audience today. And it's beautiful because when we see how you assist people in um, reclaiming this ancestral wisdom within us, it really helps us shift um, our mindset so that we feel empowered, really empowered. And um, we're no longer scared or fearful of the ancestral lineage, but we can actually use it for our empowerment. So for those on our Zoom call, please, you can raise your hand and we're going to get to some readings with Dr. Monique in a moment. But first, we're just going to talk more about the process itself and ancestresses. How did you develop this process and what is it? Well, I developed it as a result of a series of, um, I would say, kind of crazy incidents. You know, one was we were visiting um, the plantation that my great, great, great grandmother was, was on. And we were looking at the grave sites, doing some um, family history research, when as we're walking around, I suddenly fall into a hole. And normally, <laughs> you'd be scrambling to get out, right? And want to, you know, make sure that you got out of that hole because you don't know if there's snakes or rodents or whatever might be down in the hole. But I felt this sense of peace come over me when that happened. And all of a sudden, I just felt like this energy shift inside of me. And I knew that the ancestors at that point had a message for me. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what would happen after that. But I knew that there was a message there and I needed to connect with them to find out more about what they wanted me to know, what they wanted me to do, and what legacy they were leaving to me that I could carry forward in the work that I wanted to do. And it took me a while to, because I was working in corporate America at the time and working in engineering. And so I didn't know, you know, I'm working in engineering. What does that mean? How do we do with that? How do we deal with that? But over a period of time, the ancestors started coming to me in my dreams, in my meditations, and just, you know, walking around living life. There were signs, there were messages 
there were um, members of my family as you know, this family history research took place. My mom and my aunt actually were doing the research and I was reading the stories that the elders were sharing about their parents and grandparents and their life experiences. And with each of those stories, I felt a deeper and deeper and deeper connection with them. And what began to unfold were these messages about, you know, we are more than the wounds that people always focus on. We are more than the pain that people talk about. We are, we left you more than, excuse me, curses, because <laughs> we always hear about these ancestral curses, the family curses. We are more than that. We have more than that for you. We want to share more about how we can empower people, how we can support people with, you know, living their lives. And as I started connecting with ancestors for friends and um, family members who were, you know, maybe distant cousins and, you know, their parents and their lineage lines, the more I connected, the more the messages started coming through about, yes, there are some of us that need to be healed, but there are many of us that have wisdom to share. And there are many more of us with wisdom to share than there are of those of us that need healing. And when we connect with those that have the wisdom, they can help us with the healing so it doesn't end up being so drastic. And then after a few years, the women started coming through more and more. And I went through this entire dream process for, it was like a series of about two or three weeks where the ancestresses were telling me that they're rising. They're coming to help us now. They have a voice. They have a voice that may have been um, forbidden to speak at some point in their lives, that they have a voice that wasn't listened to because it was, you know, in their time, women were not heard. You know, they were seen, they had their place. There are women in our lineage that were healers, that were way makers, that were change makers, that made something out of nothing. <laughs> that we're able to create abundance in ways that we couldn't even comprehend right now that said, we wanna come and show you, we wanna come and help you, we wanna come and be there to help move you forward. And that's how the real connection to the ancestresses took place. And as I started connecting with my grandmothers who are over here, I always keep them behind me. As I was connecting more and more with my grandmothers, and I had grandmothers that were healers in my family lineage, you know, grandmother that I actually knew. Um, and then on my mother's side, that was on my father's side. On my mother's side, my grandmother was very, very intuitive. And as I started connecting with them more, they were sharing with me how there were, throughout my entire lineage, there were healers of all different types that were now ready to assist me with the work that I was doing to help others heal. And that's when they just really started coming forward. And I started noticing that, you know, everyone that sat before me that I worked with, that I helped all of my clients from all over the world, women were coming through first. They were the ones that were showing up and then connecting us with the men in the lineage who needed help or could help us. And that's really how all of it got started and, you know, I, I always say my fascination with the ancestors started when I was really, really young because I was that kid that sat at the knee of the elders in the family listening to their stories. 
and wanting to know more. And I think that was really sort of the beginning of my connection. Little did I know it would lead me to where I am now, but I can see how it really started back then. That is so cool. Thank you. One of the questions that comes up is, how do we connect? You're going to help us. You're going to take some, some callers and questions from our Zoom audience, but how do we connect? Uh, you just seem to do it naturally when you fell in the hole. And maybe we're connecting with our ancestors, but we're not even aware of where this wisdom is coming from. You know, one time I remember one time I was in my car and I, my mom had just passed and I was very sad. This wave of grief came over, but then suddenly my shoulders lifted up and it just alleviated. It just disappeared and I felt strength and comfort. Yes. I don't know if that's an angel or whatever, but I'm, I'm sensing that this is what's happening here. We're just not aware. So is there anything that needs to be done? We can consciously steer the energy to connect with them, but at other times they're connecting with us, whether we're aware of it or not. Right. Right. They're connecting with us always. They are always finding ways to connect. They're always sort of stepping in. Uh And what happens is we don't notice it, but just in the way we express things, the way we do things, the traditions that we carry on, those are a part of what the ancestors have brought forward. In fact, oftentimes the ancestors will share different rituals that they'll want um, their descendants to do to help with their connection. And one of the ones that is always the one that I, I think is so fascinating is one of my clients was suggested, uh, her ancestors suggested that she makes soup and that she do this soup making and then invite women over for discussion. And it led to a thriving practice for her, a thriving business for her, including her soups being in some local um, grocery stores. So the ancestors were always connecting with her because the soup that she made initially was one that had been passed down from generations. So anytime she was making that soup, there was a connection, an unconscious connection that was taking place. So they're unconsciously there supporting us. Now, the other thing that happens too is let's say we have, we do have an ancestor that has some wounds. Maybe we have a great, great, great grandmother who was a healer. And unfortunately, she wasn't able to really do her um, healing work because someone betrayed her and possibly may have, you know, caused her death or whatnot. Well, what happens is when we start, you know, really answering the call to do this type of work, we're carrying out the blessings that have taken place in our lineage, these gifts that have been passed down to us, but that particular grandmother may be protecting us. And we may have trouble getting clients. We may have trouble finding work. We may have trouble doing, you know, really having that confidence to share our work because she's protecting us. So she's unconsciously there. She's shielding us from the same pain that she may have experienced. And that's when we do the healing work. We may need to work with her to heal, you know, to really release this. So there's that unconscious connection, but we can also make a conscious connection. And one of the fastest ways 
to make that connection. Well, there's two actually, but one of the, the ones that I always share with people is your sleeping dreams are a great time for them to connect with you. So one practice that you can do is before you go to bed at night, get a glass of water. Now, mind you, you don't need a huge glass of water. You get a small glass of water and you want to drink just half of the glass and write down one question or one thing that you need support with from your ancestors or from anywhere, right? From any spiritual being, because any spiritual being can come through in this particular practice. And then you go to sleep. Now, it's really good if you turn the TV off or whatever, you know, electronic devices at least 30 minutes before you do this practice so that you can really start to calm your mind and fall into sleep. And then you go to sleep. And when you wake up in the morning, or if you wake up in the middle of the night, but if, when you wake up in the morning, just journal whatever's on your mind. Now, you may remember the dream. You may have some creative ideas that come through. You may have some messages. You may have some thoughts. You may even write down this crazy lady, Dr. Wayne, told me to do this and it's nothing's happening for me. Write it down. Just write it down and do that practice every night. And the more you do it, the more you'll start to notice that there'll be wisdoms and inspiration and signs and messages that will begin to come through, not only right after you, you wake up, but throughout your day. And so that is a practice that is very easy, very quick. Everybody hopefully sleeps at some point. So this is a great way that you can connect. The second way that I really love and I encourage is building an altar to honor your ancestors. And that altar can be in your home, it can be outside. I know I have clients that have built altars on their property where they have a place where they go and honor the ancestors um, in nature, which also allows them to honor the ancestors of the land that were around them. And we'll talk, we can talk a little bit about that too, but Really, you can do your altar in your home. I have several altars throughout my home. I have one that's behind me, but then there's you know, two more in my office, one to honor my father and another one to honor all of the ancestors on both sides of my family. And then the one behind me is specifically dedicated to the grandmothers. I have an altar in my living room. I have my, um, my mother lives with me, so she has an altar in her lounge area where she's honoring the women in her lineage. So we have these altars throughout our home where we take time to just honor and welcome the ancestors and thank them for being there and thank them for their support. And it really is a great way to start your connection with them. Now you, things that you can put on your altar, you can put photos on the altar, but only of deceased loved ones. You don't want to put, you know, people that are currently living on your altar because this is honoring those who are deceased. You can put photos. You can um, put photos in um, any artifacts or anything that you want that are related to other ancestors. Let's say there's an ancestor in history that you really connect with and you want to honor them, you want them to support you. You're writing a book and you know that there is a famous writer that you love that is now an ancestor. Put that ancestor's name or book or photo on your altar. 
these are some simple things that you can just add to your altar. And there's other things that you can put on your altar as well, but that would kind of get you started. And you can make that altar as big as you want. I mean, it can take up a whole room if that's what you choose, or it can be small. I have a client who is kind of having some challenges with, you know, home, finding a place, a permanent place to live. And she has her altar in a box. It's in a box and she moves with that box from place to place. And that's how she honors her ancestors. So just do it the way that feels right to you. And then what you may want to do too is as you know, there's a holiday that comes up or when you prepare a meal that may have been something similar to what your ancestors ate, put a little bit on your altar as an offering to them, reminding them that you're welcoming them into your life and you're welcoming them in to support you. The one last thing about the altar, if you had a negative relationship with an ancestor, when you're first starting out, it's probably a good idea not to put them on your altar just yet. Give it some time to start to build the relationship with your healthy, well ancestors. Once you do that, then you can start to work with those that you may have had some conflict with or you know weren't the nicest people. Then you can add them in later. But that'll get you started with those are two things that you can do to get started with connecting with your ancestors right away. Really beautiful. Thank you. And um, in Asia, communities in Asia, cultures in Asia do this as well. I mean, it's, it's a hindsight. It's just, it's just, you see it everywhere in Bali. They, they leave daily um, beautiful gifts every day. And um, in Vietnam, they have houses that they, they set up for, for these ancestors. And so it's a, it's part of our culture. It's rich with that. And so when you, um, is this how you've developed your relationship as well with your ancestors and you've seen other people um, overcome like the protection you were talking about? Maybe there's a, a grandmother that wants to protect you from those same mistakes. That would be the unconscious connection. And so doing this with the altar, is it able to heal that relationship? And are you aware of the healing of that relationship as it happens? Well, it depends. Sometimes you know that that um, problem took place. You know that that wound exists. You know you can kind of look at your family members and you'll be able to kind of see what some of the wounding is, if there's a lot of divorce, if there's a lot of betrayal, if there are a lot of stories of, of scarcity and lack. There's different things that may have taken place in your family lineage that will help you identify that, you know what, there's probably some wounding here and there's probably an ancestor that, um, or ancestors, right, or ancestresses that experienced this wound and now they need um, some help. And you may not even know their name. Right. You may not have any clue, particularly, you know, for people who have been adopted, they oftentimes don't know their family lineage, but that doesn't mean that they can't do this work. If you've just kind of seen that there's some things that are consistent in your family, then you can just call and say to the ancestors, to the ancestors who are well, healthy, heal and whole, 
please help my ancestors that have, you know, scarcity wounds or abandonment wounds or betrayal wounds, basically looking at your family lineage and going, yeah, I see that there's a great deal of abandonment. So to the ancestors that can help heal these abandonment wounds and heal the ancestors or ancestresses that have these abandonment wounds, please come forward and help with this healing. Now, working with someone who can really go in and, you know, and that's what I do, I am able to connect with the ancestors and find out where that story originated and which ancestor it originated with and what healing needs to be done and what the healing protocol is to help with that healing. But for people who are just getting started and want to start working on this on their own, then those are some of the things that you can do is just ask for the healing, ask for the ancestor that may have been betrayed to forgive those that betrayed them and ask the other ancestors that you know can come and help who are healed, healthy, whole to come in and help that ancestor really begin to ascend to a master level ancestor that can help you on your journey. That's very easy. A lot of times we think, oh, it, you know, there's so many things that I have to do. But that deeper dive, you know, some people, um, I have a client that is really, really dealing with a lot of abandonment issues in her family lineage. And she herself hadn't personally experienced them in terms of her own parents, but her parents and her grandparents all experienced absent parents for a variety of reasons, death, illness, um, left, divorce, that kind of thing. And so that has occurred throughout her lineage and where abandonment is showing up for her is in her relationships outside of her family, her relationships in the workplace, her relationships in her business, her relationships with significant others. Those are the relationships that are being impacted by abandonment. People, as she say, ghosting her, right? <laughs> you know, walking away from her for no reason at all that she knows of. Um, those are the ways that it's showing up for her. The other way that it shows up is she has, you know, money that comes in, but then the money seems to disappear very quickly. It abandons her in a sense. And it has the same sort of feeling for her as abandonment wounds do. And so what we've done is we, I've gone in and connected with the ancestors who experienced a great deal of abandonment and invited those ancestors that are the healing ancestors in her lineage to come forward and support with healing the wounds of these ancestors that have experienced abandonment for, abandonment for many, many generations. And by doing that work, we've been able to release those wounds. And now instead of the ancestors shielding her from opportunities, from connecting with people, the ancestors are helping her to connect with more people. They're helping her to have deeper and more fulfilling relationships. She feels more at peace. She feels more confident. She doesn't have this anxiety every time someone she really, really likes comes into her life that they will possibly disappear. That has really started to subside for her and how she shows up in the world, how she shows up in her business and her work has shifted and changed significantly. So really um, doing some of this work on your own is really powerful. And then if you feel like you really have some deeper seated issues that need to be worked on, then we, you know, we meet and we do some deeper work around it.
Beautiful. Oh my goodness. Thank you. You, it's, it's going to be a great time to do some examples for our audience. So Zoom audience, please, if you would like to talk with Dr. Monique, raise your hand on the Zoom panel and we'll get to you. It'll be audio only, no video. So don't have to worry about that. Um, you're also going to be teaching a course, a four week course that actually will further train us in this process to really be empowered by our ancestors to be healed from that. And we'll talk more about that later, but we're really looking forward to that as well because that is um, a really valuable um, work that you're doing on a group level now. And it's very, very, very beneficial. So let's go to callers. I have Michelle is our first. So Michelle, you on your Zoom panel, you can now unmute yourself, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Michelle. So, Michelle, do you have uh, an issue you'd like to share with Dr. Monique? Oh, Michelle, where'd you go? Oi. We hello. Can... Now we hear you. Hello. Hello. Okay. I'm sorry. I pushed the wrong button on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for taking my call, Lorraine and, and Dr. Malik. Thank you for all the tips you already gave me. I already taken notes. I'm going to be doing that. Yeah. I would appreciate any help or insight about um, my ancestors and how I can do whatever I came here to do. I, my heart is to help heal humanity, but I'm sure my lineage, I think that's something I, I'm doing already. But any help or insights, I would appreciate. Okay. What specifically are you interested in doing? And and because um, well, just kind of quickly get okay. to it, I'll just ask you some questions to kind of narrow okay. it down. Yeah. Poverty and um, uh, tragedy is really popular, or you know, it's been it's been intense in my immediate family, and I think it goes back. So that's I personally am trying to heal victim poverty mentality. Ah, okay, great. That that gives that narrows it in for us. Okay. So on your mother's father's side of the family, there was an ancestor in your family lineage that had a huge amount of wealth. And that particular ancestor wasn't quite nice about how they handled their wealth. And this is about maybe five generations back. Okay. Yeah, about five generations back, mother's father's side, five generations back. And that particular ancestor had a great deal of money, but because of the money, the relationships weren't there. And so that particular ancestor really struggled to connect with people because he used his money as a way to manipulate and control people which means that when he lost okay. it, there was no way to have connection, right? And so that mm -hmm. ancestor is actually ready to help, you know, wants to heal and also wants to help reverse the um, scarcity and poverty um, experiences that your lineage is having. And that ancestor just needs a little bit of help from your ancestors to do that. Okay. And okay. he 
has spent time protecting, thinking that that was going to actually keep you all from experiencing what he experienced, but now realizes mm -hmm. that that isn't what's happening. Now, you also on your mother's father's side have a number of really powerful healing women who have been healers in your family lineage for multiple generations. Mm -hmm. And these women want to come forward and help with this healing. So all you have to do okay. is let them know that they are welcome into your life, into your home. You may, there's okay. um, there's five of them. So you can okay. find something that represents the number five for you and place it on your altar. Be creative, have fun. It may be, I don't know, it may be five um stones it could be five flowers it could be five bowls whatever it is that you want place it on your okay. on your altar in honor of them and ask them to help that particular ancestor that lost money to heal and ask that ancestor to help you create greater abundance in your family lineage he's powerful okay thank you he just needs wow. some help and then these women okay. that are in your lineage that are healing women, call upon them to help to get some support from them about what you're here to do, um, because they okay. can actually help you with that. And one of the things that is really powerful about uh, working with our healthy, heal and hold ancestors is that they actually carry a medicine, the superpower that is being passed down in our lineage. And they're able to share with you what their superpower is. So as you bring your healing work into the world, they will help you bring it into the world and create it in a way that carries on your family lineage. And that's with everybody. There's, we all have you know, med ancestral medicine that has been passed down for generations, these superpowers, this magic, as I call it, that we can use to create greater abundance and to really share our work in the world and heal as well. So that's the message that they have for you. Thank you so much. That is awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Five, that is beautiful. Okay. Happy journey with that, Michelle. Yes. Thanks. Okay. We're gonna go on. Our next caller is Susan. Hi, Susan, you can unmute. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for spending some time with us today. Hi, Susan, thank you. Well, my issues are all of it, just abundance, health, and joy. And I was told that when I was six that my father abused my spirituality and apparently he told me not to speak and not to cry because I've suppressed all my tears most of my life. And I've had struggles with everything in relationships, money, job, just in my health. My health is not good. And I don't, and I've tried everything that I can to, to remedy it, but it's just not enough. Mm. Have you done ancestral healing work before? No, I haven't. And my relationship with my parents wasn't good because they they had a big family, but they didn't take the time to nurture or love the kids. Yeah, the. Um, 
when we're doing this work, we don't have, we don't, I, in fact, I usually don't have people work with their most immediate family members that are ancestors. We go back generations, as you notice that we went back five generations with, because those stories don't begin with our parents or our grandparents. Those are stories that are usually, I call them karmic stories. And these karmic stories are stories that have been in our lineage for multiple generations. And so when we do this work, we wanna go back as far as I can go to really settle in and work with the particular ancestor. And it sounds like when we're looking at these karmic stories, I work with eight karmic stories, it sounds like in your family lineage, there was some betrayal, abuse, grief. And the grief I'm picking up on is huge in your family lineage. And it goes back about seven or eight generations where there's just a significant loss that took place. And oftentimes when people are experiencing um, some of the things that you've just talked about, grief is the foundation of that. And we need to do some grief work to begin to release um, those experiences. So for you, you have this ancestor that um, about seven generations, I'm not necessarily getting which side of the family, about seven generations who lost everything. Home, family, it's, it looks like there might've been some kind of a tragedy of some sort, an, um, an accident I'm seeing like fire and lost everything and never was able to really move through that grief in a way that didn't get passed down to future generations. So when this particular ancestor did eventually marry again and have children, which would be a part of your lineage line, there was still that underlying grief and sadness that was always there. And that grief and sadness created mental health instabilities that then created poverty and lack. And the powerful thing is though, with that also came this really powerful ancestress that he was married to, this woman that he was married to, who is part of your lineage, who was very healthy, who was very happy, who really did the best that she could do to bring that joy into the family lineage. And she is your ancestress of joy. And she is sharing with me for you to connect with her through three things that bring you joy. So identify what those three things are and they don't have to be big. I mean, some people say, well, I love traveling and I don't have the money to travel or for whatever reason. Well, then we're gonna set that one aside for now. Three things that you can easily do that bring you joy. Now, they could be things that are as small as walking your dog. It could be, you know, sitting in nature. In my case, I love coloring and coloring books. <laughs> So for me, that is part of what brings me joy. And when I need a, to kind of infuse my life with a little joy and want to connect with those ancestors that bring more joy into my life, then I sit down and I'll color. 
um, that also brings about creativity. And that's another way to connect with your ancestors. Creativity is, but think about the three things. She's sharing three things that bring you joy and then do those three things. And that is a way to invite her to help bring more joy into your life, into your family, because grief is the foundation of the karmic stories that you mentioned and that I shared with you. That is the foundation of it. And she is one that can bring that in to really start to shift the feelings of grief. So that's a practice that you can start doing right away to connect with her. Oh, I most certainly will. <laughs> yeah. And, and my dog has taken on some of my health issues too. And that's filled me with a lot of guilt. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be easy for me to say, don't feel guilty. Just know that the. Um, when I heal, she'll heal. Well, I'm, what I'm getting from your ancestors is that they sent her there to support you with this healing and to take on some of the things that you're experiencing. And yes, as you both, you know, do some of the work that that will definitely come through, but she actually has a connection with um, that ancestress of joy, loved animals and has a dog that, um, that there is a connection there. So work with that ancestress and then kind of see what, what starts to happen and what starts to shift. I think there'll be some things that will shift for you when you invite her in. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Susan. All right, we are seeing the mechanics of how we work with our ancestors and invite them in, and it's very helpful. Let's go to another. This time it's Destiny. Destiny, you can unmute yourself. Hello. Hey, my dear. Hi, Destiny. Hi, Dr. Monique. Good to see you. Thank you. Good ah. to hear your voice. I'm not sure. Okay, what, what choices do we have? I just, I know right now I have a lot of heartache and it's almost like there's things in the way to actually get in there and feel it. So... Your ancestors are calling on you to write them a letter about the heartache that you feel. That's one letter. The second letter is the love and the joy that you want to feel. They're wanting you to write this letter and place it on the altar. And that is an invitation to them to come in and support you and to work with you. They're also encouraging you to do some movement in nature where you get out and you walk around. Um, trees are a form of connection with them and they infuse a lot of energy through the trees. So if you're near a tree, touch that tree, hug the tree, stand under the tree, um, just be with the tree for a moment and feel their energy come in and begin to work with you. Um, 
and and they keep saying the women in your lineage keep saying be gentle with yourself <laughs> and invest in your healing be gentle with myself mm -hmm. and really take some time to invest in your healing whether it be time energy money really investing in your healing that you are carrying a load that doesn't need to be carried and that you can do a lot of the work on your own, but you really probably need someone that can see outside. You know, a lot of times um, we can't see what, what we really are dealing with because we're sort of shielded from it and we're blinded um, to it. And what these ancestors are saying to you is you're stuck in that energy and you need someone from the outside to look in to support you and help you, whether that is, you know, working with a professional or having someone that is like a peer that you do work with back and forth to do something that allows you to get the support that you need to do the healing while you're also doing some of these things for yourself you can do some of it for yourself and you will feel a release and then you also want to take the work a little bit deeper and really and it's not something that will take years and years it really is a matter of really sitting with someone and getting that help to come out of what you're experiencing um we there there is um it's like you have a godmother energy, um, fifth generation on your mother's mother's side, it's on your grandmother's side. Um, she is like she's dressed in white, um, almost like like a church lady, right? Dressed in white <laughs> with a big hat and. <laughs> She said to put your good whites on. So if you have good whites, put your good whites on, walk in nature and invite the healing energy of all of the wise women in your lineage that wear white to come through and support you. Uh, That's what she you. wants for you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I guess I just needed to know that I'm supported because sometimes when you get so down in the depths of what's happening, it's hard to actually feel that, you know what I mean? But I do need, you're correct, I need someone that can help me pull out of this when I'm like in it because right now I'm like in it. Mm -hmm. And it's a bit much to bear. Like I was praying, I was praying to source today, like help me because I need to get out of this. Like I can't bear this anymore. That's when we know we need to have some additional support. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Lauren. Start, start working with your ancestors now though. Don't wait. No, no, I've actually been. I, I mean, I know, I know that they're, I know that they're here, like, right, you see them around because they're, like, I, I do work with them. 
but more so I need to, I get it. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Destiny, you are powerful and you are supported. You are supported. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's go. We're going to Monique. Monique, you can unmute yourself. Hi. Hi. Hello. And Dr. Monique, I'm from Belgium and I speak a little bit English, but I understand more than I speak. Okay. And my question is, uh, already for more than 20 years, I am learning healing techniques and I'm doing workshops, but I can't step forward and start a business. And when I give someone a healing, um, I always do it for free. So I know my ancestors were healers too. And I wonder why I can't step forward and speak my truth and do healing work. Why do I hide myself? Okay. Thank you. There are, um, there are two reasons. The first reason is because there were healers in your family lineage that were, um, abused and were threatened and were treated poorly and were sort of shunned. That's on one side. Then on the other side of the family, you have these ancestors who that was, um, that was the purpose of your family lineage. Your family <laughs> lineage, the people were known healers. That's what they did. That's what people knew about them. That's what people came to them for. The challenging part is they didn't charge for it. They took offerings. People okay. offered them things. So they yeah. may have offered them jewels or food. I'm seeing like rice and um, wheat. I'm seeing that there may have been a few coins that were exchanged. Um, people came and did work for them. And so they didn't, they didn't really do it where they were actually paid in currency very okay. much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that can create um, some healing blocks, you know, some blocks to you actually coming forward. Then you have these ancestors who were um, shunned and treated poorly on the other side of your family. And those particular ancestors are creating some protections for you so that you don't experience what they experienced. So you have this protection going on and then you have this other piece where um, money was not what was used to pay for the services. Mm -hmm. And what we would do is really look at bringing those two together to heal what has taken place in your family lineage so that you can feel the confidence in coming forward. In the meantime, you have um, 
one of those ancestors that is on your mother's side of the family who were, you know, like generations of healers, she's saying for you to, um, to focus on, to definitely, I mean, in the beginning to, to really get started, not to focus on the money yet, because that is a place where there's a lot of conflict for you, to focus on um, three things that you'd like to take place, three things that you'd like to have or do as a result of you offering your healing work. And that could be things like you want to take a trip, um, you want to maybe want to do something to your home, um, you know, whatever it is that you want to do that normally would take money, they want you to focus on that and bringing that experience in as opposed to focusing on the money for the service that you provide. Because that's really how your ancestors did it that were part of this huge healing community. Yeah. They didn't focus on the money, they focused on the different things that were coming in to make their lives better and simpler. And when you start to do that, then you start to see different things that show up that give you the opportunities to have and be and experience the things that you actually have focused on. And you may want to come up with like five things I'm getting that you want and place those on the altar um, with like different healing tools that you may have, crystals and you know, whatever you use, wands, um, whatever it is that you use, oils, place that on your altar with these five things that you'd like to have as a result of offering your work in the world, what you'd like to receive as a result of offering your work in the world. And that would be the kind of the beginning step to opening up more abundantly to this work. But the real block is is more the financial piece than it is um, a confidence piece or you being able to confidently offer your work. Mm -hmm. Begin to focus on that. That's sort of the first step to you being able to open up to their energy and their support. You definitely are doing, you're on the right track with your healing work. You're doing the right thing. The other thing that, that they're sharing is that you confidently doing the work in a way that makes you feel like you're actually helping. They're saying that there's something going on there too around you're not quite feeling like your work is as powerful as you would like it to be. And they want to tell you it absolutely is. And that as you were doing the work, you can invite those ancestors that were your healing ancestors to come in and help you create a protocol, a system for doing your healing work with the people that you work with. Okay. And really remembering that when you are doing this, you are adding value to someone's life and they, they will want to reciprocate. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, Monique. Thank you. 
This is fascinating to, again, witness you and your um, connectedness as well. You are psychic. Yes, it's a skill. It must be in your lineage and you're being helped by your ancestors, aren't you? Yes, all the time. I mean, just before we, you know, we started today, I connected with them and asked them to help me open up to the connection to the different people that may want to um, hear from their ancestors and to give me, you know, an opportunity to connect with them and open the door for that connection. So. Oh, that's beautiful. And again, it, you're, you're, you're showing us and illustrating how we do this in our own life. And that is empowering. And so we're going to go to more callers because there's more people here that are asking for your help. But I wanted to have you talk a little bit about your course that's coming up. It's a special offer. There's a link here. And I'm actually going to drop the link in the box here for everyone because you are a great guide for people. You're a great teacher for people to learn how to do this themselves. And that's a beautiful journey. There's four sessions with you and a little bit more than just those four sessions. Can you share with us this upcoming course? Yes, I'm really excited about this particular course because it's the um, first time I'm offering this particular one. Um, because after you know, really talking to different people about some of the struggles they were having. And what I discovered is people really need to be able to have this ongoing connection on their own. It is helpful as we've talked before to work with someone who can take the healing deeper if needed, but the day-to-day -day connection with your ancestors is so empowering. And that's why I wanted to really teach this particular course is really teach you how to begin to have that connection, not just doing the things that we talked about here, but also some of the other spiritual practices that they share, some of the other spiritual wisdom that they provide us. We will be doing some deep um, journeying where we will take these journeys to connect with your ancestors and find out what they specifically want you to do to have a deeper connection with them to create the healing in your family lineage. And then what we'll do is I'll open the line, similar to what we're doing today, but we take it a little bit deeper uh, and I'll open the line and you can ask questions specific to karmic stories that you know are happening in you, your life and in your family lineage. And we will bring those ancestors in to find out what are some of the rituals and spiritual practices that they want you to do to connect with them. I've given you a few today. These are not things where you have to go and change your life completely and you have to go sit on a mountain for a period of time. All that is beautiful, but that is not what they're asking of you. They're asking you to just incorporate these different practices into your family, I mean, into your life so that you can have that connection with them. So this is all about connection for healing. And then what I'll do is I will share with you the different spiritual um, ancestral medicines that show up in our family lineage, because once you've done the healing, now you want to kind of move into understanding what is in my family lineage. Like we've talked today about um, healers that are in the family lineage and there's a healing, you know, um, gift in medicine that can be passed down. 
There are different medicines that are in your family lineage that you can incorporate into your business, into your life, into your work right now that will help you be able to experience the things in life that you really desire and want to experience. So we have our sessions where we're taking a deep dive, connecting with those ancestors, uncovering what those wounds are, and getting some rituals and spiritual practices to begin to heal those wounds and continue that connection. And then we're taking a look at what, what the medicine is and how these different um, lineage medicines show up so that you can begin to think about what are your lineage gifts that you want to pull forward in your life and in your business or career. Relationships too. Yes. So what happens is when people experience this, I see a shift in their relationships. I see people more confident to share their voice and their work with other people. I see people's abundance begin to increase. I see businesses forming as a result of this. I see businesses moving to a higher level as a result of doing this work. So there's so many ways that this shifting can take place and this transformation takes place that it will be unique to you. But those are some of the things that I've seen that have taken place. So I would love to have you in the group and take you on this journey for the next four weeks to really establish in that connection with your ancestors. And it won't require you, like I said, to spend hours and hours and hours a day to do it. It's just being consistent and set aside time to have that connection with them. Beautiful. Thank you. We're really looking forward to this. And again, you are a beautiful teacher, a beautiful empowerment teacher, because we have the support. We are surrounded by the support and you are assisting us into conscious connection with that support. And then your own inner wisdom assisting in that connection validates it for each of us. And so that is empowering. And it is transformational in our lives to really work with the support that we have available. So again, please, this is a beautiful opportunity for you to accelerate your growth and your connection with your ancestors and your own empowerment. So we invite you to check that out. Thank you. Okay, so let's do a few more. We have time for a few more. We're gonna go to... There's two Lisas. I'm going to do Lisa M first. You can allow yourself, to, you are allowed to talk. You can unmute yourself now, Lisa. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, hello. Hi, Lisa. Hello, Lauren. Love you. <laughs> I miss you. It's been a few months. Okay, welcome back. Thank you. So, Miss Doctor, I want to know what in the world is the connection between me and the Celtics? and Atlantis. And what are the direct messages they have for me? Because they've been trying for a year now and I cannot connect the dot. Um, <laughs> the first thing they said is we're ready to play. Are you ready? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right. Bring it on. 
they are ready to play. They want you to study them more. They want you to connect with them on a deeper level. Um, you have an ancestress on your mother's, nope, father's mother's side who felt a deep connection to them. There is some ancestry in there somewhere as well, but it was more um, like a partnership, a friendship that took place. I'm seeing goddesses that were, you know, like surrounding her and working, she worked with the goddesses. Are you doing healing work? Because they're like ready for you to, to open up to this. What exactly do I need to do to open up? Okay. Um, are you doing that? Are you doing it now? I've tried just about everything, but obviously I'm missing something. That's okay. what the point is. Okay. What kind of healing work have you been interested in? Mm, the crystals. Okay. Okay. And the energy healing. Okay. Got it. Okay. And the herbs. There are definitely some goddess energy that you may want to start working with. So learning more about goddesses um, and bringing that into the work that you're interested in doing. Okay. That is going to create a significant opening for you because this ancestress has no wounds whatsoever. She is ready to be invited in. Select a crystal that you would like to use to honor her. So select that crystal and put it on your altar. Okay. Um, she wanted me to know that, she, let you know that she likes the color yellow. So put something yellow on the altar. It could be yellow flowers, a yellow cloth, a yellow candle. Be creative, a yellow crystal of some sort, okay. place that on your altar and really um, ask for her to come through and support you with clearing out any energy that may be preventing you from actually coming into doing the work that you are interested in doing. She is telling me that there isn't much there to clear it is more, um, the, in terms of energetically, it's more emotional clearing that needs to take place, which she can actually help you with as well. Um, she was sort of like a mentor to, um, to women. And she's saying that, you know, you can come and do this work that she did and she will support you in doing it. So she connected with goddess energy. She did some crystal work. Um, she did some sound, some sound work. That wasn't a big part of her work. Um, she was very, very intuitive. So she did some intuitive work. 
Does she have a particular name she'd like to go by? Mariana. Mariana, yes. They don't always give names. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But in this case, she says Mariana. Okay, thank you. Now, is and there the a thing that she's also sharing with me to share with you is um, study your, really study your roots, study your um, ethnic group, the, the healing wisdom that comes from your line, um, that there's something there for you as well. So really kind of, you know, learn more about your history, your, um, your different ethnic group makeup, and then, you know, study a little bit about what types of healing they did, because that is going to be a big part of how you offer your work in the world. As in the Polish side? Could very well be. Oh, good Check Lord. it out. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Is there an Atlantis connection as well or no for me? There feels like there's something um, a number of generations back, but, but it's not the biggest part. Okay. It just keeps, you know, I'm getting it from multiple areas that goddess energy, embracing the goddesses, learning about the goddesses, um, working with the goddesses, that will all bring about, it doesn't necessarily mean that, that you will be sharing that work with others, although you can, it's more you finding which goddesses that you really feel in tune with and embodying their wisdom. I see. It's very helpful. Is there anything to do with Metatron? not getting that that doesn't mean that there isn't it could mean you know ancestors come through to help you with what they think you need help with at this time okay. so sometimes that that doesn't come through so i wouldn't say no but it's not coming through as something that is important for you to learn or know or do right now okay i asked because of the solar plexus the yellow the sun the divine masculine and the Celt mm -hmm. and this goddess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then, I would say work with that, work with the things that we talked about first and then go back and, and ask about that connection again. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. They're wanting you to just get started with this. They also are saying that you have a um, tendency to get overloaded with information. Yes, that's true. Sometimes, yes. And then having a difficulty bringing it forward. So they're really kind of hesitant for me to like share even more for you to do. So I would start with what they've shared so far and then see where to go from there. Okay. Okay. Any other goddess I need to look up other than Mariana? 
Well, Mariana is actually your um, one of your ancestors. Ancestors, right. She worked with goddesses. Is there a particular goddess she'd like me to focus on? She wants you to focus on the ones that really resonate with you. Okay. She bounced it back. Oh, mm -hmm. this ought to be fun. <laughs> yep. Game on. I kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> sensing that there's going to be two or three that are just really, you feel a real connection with. There are. There are. That is yep. true. Yep. Work with those. Okay. We will do that. Thank you so much. Thank You're you welcome. again, Lauren. <laughs> Oh my gosh, have fun with the goddesses, goddess energy all around you on that. That is beautiful. That wow. is, that is, that is unique. Yes. And the crystals and all of it. It's just parts, it's, it's crumbs on your path and wow, have fun as that unfolds. That's cool. very fun. Thank you both girls. Love you. You're oh. welcome. Love you too. And this is, a, this is really going to be a fun time for you. So just take it in and, um, they're really saying that you aren't far from getting where you want to go, but there's just some few, a few more steps to take. And this is one of those. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate You're it. Welcome. You're welcome. Bye. 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 All right. And now we go to another Lisa, Lisa Jam, Lisa, Lisa J, Lisa J. Come on in. You can unmute yourself. Hi. Namaste, sisters. How are you? Hi, Lisa. Hey, how are you? I'm so happy to be here. Loren, I've been watching your show for years now, almost everyone. So thank you so much for your service. I, I'm deeply grateful for you. So my question today, I'm a, as a yoga teacher for the past 20 years and uh, recently guided into incorporating music and, and sound. I've always uh, loved music. Um, but uh, yeah, so I feel like I'm intuitively guided through my teachings when I get on my mat, um, specifically in the last uh, three, three, four years. Um, I call it intuitive yoga, but I'm just curious to know if there are any yogis in my past, because I wish and I, my intention is always to bring healing through my teachings of yoga and sound. Um, if there's any uh, guidance that uh, will energetically um, not amplify, but um, the the collective, the class as a whole. Yeah, if that makes if that makes sense to you, it it makes a lot of sense. I mean, what I was getting from them is you know sort of music, and your ancestors want to connect with you through dance. Do oh yes, I'm huge into dance. I just went to an ecstatic dance for the first time and boy, did I ever let loose. Holy, yeah, I highly they, recommend it to anyone. Yeah. They want to connect with you through movement, through dance, mm. any song that kind of inspires you or makes you feel like you want to move. I mean, they have me kind of swaying, right? They yeah. want you to move and dance. And it's really um, like a free, flowing um, type dance that they want you to do. And they're even saying, do it before you actually teach a class. 
take mm-hmm. a few minutes to do some movement and you could do this by yourself or you may even want to bring it into your programs but but initially it's by yourself and just feel into them and what they will do when you connect with them on this level is they will bring a um it's almost like this sound that you bring into the room they will put it on a vibrational level that others in the room will connect with it in their own way. Mm. The way mm. their souls need to connect, they can help you do that. You definitely, you have musicians in your family lineage. Um, there's a banjo, <laughs> kind of a horn player, harmonica, drumming there was like a young boy who did a lot of drumming and drove everybody crazy with his drumming but then went on to do some really beautiful stuff with his work um but they definitely you know these musicians that are in your lineage are now saying that they can move this sound through you and out into your work to help you really um create this really deep transformation for people. And that is a part of your lineage medicine. Music music and healing and dance and movement and connection through sound. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thanks for that confirmation because my yoga is not yoga anymore. It's more, (laughs) it's, it's a bit of everything. So I do incorporate and I really don't care who's in my class anymore. I just, you know, and people are into it these days. That's the thing. Five years ago, I don't think anyone, like they would look at me as if I was crazy, if you know what I mean. But I think more and more people are into it. And I find that more and more people are joining in in the funny way or the the um, movements that I'm bringing in, incorporating into the yoga. So I'm really happy with that. I can see the consciousness of people shifting when they start to move. And it's funny that you mentioned a little boy because when I drum, I just, sometimes I just bang a drum. I really don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just banging the drum to the class to send salutations. And one girl spoke up and said, that brought tears to my eyes because it reminded me of something. So it's just, I'm just getting all this feedback. So thank you so much for the confirmation. And I, how, how do I connect to them then? Just, just through the moving, the dance. Through, through music and, and it does, it can be all different types of music. Whatever music really feels good to you then dance. And if you have some traditional music from your family lineage, then use it, you know, dance to it, find the different sounds that seem to invite them to come through and support you and Mm -hmm. just do some, you know, some real discovery, try different things, try different movements. What's really beautiful is you said that you've just, you've created something that is that, People may consider yoga, but it's even different than that. That is really about the power of knowing and embracing and utilizing your ancestral medicine and the superpowers that are in your lineage. And so part of one of them for you would be this music and sound and incorporating that in means that you're using in a beautiful way, 
these gifts that have been passed down for generations in your family lineage? Because we're going way back to, you know, beating on the sides of trees and hitting the barn. I mean, <laughs> way back with the sound. So the fact that you've brought it in, now that you know that it's a part of your lineage, you can be even more intentional about it. And now you can invite these particular ancestors that did this work, that really were um, talented musicians, you can invite them to come and create this um, musical vibration that just goes throughout the room. And like I said, begins to connect with people. People will even, you know, through your work, they'll begin to hear the music differently, right? So person A and person B won't even experience it the same way because you've invited these ancestors in to help you really make sure that the sound goes out to people in the way that their souls need to hear it. It's a very powerful work and you're on the right path, definitely. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Dr. Monique. And I, your, your altar be, behind you is beautiful and you're, you're just, you're just such a radiant uh, soul. So thank you so much for this wisdom and uh, thank you ancestors. I'm going to connect with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. I'm, I can't wait. I'm going to dance. Okay. <laughs> have fun. Enjoy it. And feel free to even send me a message and let me know how it's going. I'd love to know. I will. Absolutely. Okay, cool. I'm doing something on Earth Day, so it's going to be wild. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, take care, sisters. Thank you. You too. Thank you for your time. You're wow. welcome. Thank you for being here. I want to yoga class. That's for sure. You know, that is authentic. And you said ancestral medicine and superpowers. That is beautiful. And that is what awaits each of us as we make this connection. Really, really cool. Very multidimensional. Again, it's indicative of the incredible support that we have not to be squandered or forgotten about, but to be utilized as medicine. It really is so rich and wonderful. And we are so grateful for this time today, Dr. Monique, because listening to the way that you interact and help others actually helped us within our own life. Um, you made a comment about um, trees are the connection with ancestors. And so, wow, I feel like crying right now because uh, it just reveals so much. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it helps us understand that our ancestors are connecting through us, through the trees. There was a, a time, I think it was a few weeks ago, I needed to get out in nature and just be comforted by nature and there was a giant tree huge it was it was bigger than three of me thank you thank you ancestors and it was huge and I knew something so I went and I put my spine against that tree and I got the message but now you're making me understand that that's the ancestral there was ancestral medicine in there it was the tree but there was such a deeper connection. So this is beautiful for all of us. Your, your words and advice for others actually helped each of us in our own unique way. And that's beautiful. Oh, so we'll thank you. forward to the course with you where we can develop this skill even further. 
And it's just so fun to witness, to witness how you are so in tune. And this awaits all of us. This awaits all of us. Absolutely. And we can all be this in tune. It, it's, it's not, I'm, I'm not the only one that can do this. We can actually build to this point where we can have this type of connection with our ancestors. And it's different for everybody, but we can definitely do it. In fact, I was, you know, you were mentioning the trees. Every time I'm looking at you and I'm seeing all those beautiful trees in the background, I just feel this deep connection because <laughs> it's so beautiful. Being in the trees and connecting with the ancestors is a really powerful way to have a relationship with them. We feel so good. We feel uplifted. We're going to go dance as well and create our altar to the ancestors and even the altar out on the land. So as we say goodbye, do you want to share anything about the ancestors of the land? Mm. Ooh, the ancestors of the land are so important to acknowledge and to remember because there are ancestors that walked on the land that we live on way before we did, and they have their stories. And many of them protected the land. Many of them died on the land. Many of them cultivated the land and many of them left things on the land. And so when we connect with them, they can really help us stay grounded. They can help us stay connected. And if we are experiencing some things on our land that we live on, we can invite them in and honor them and ask them to help us with the things that we're maybe experiencing on the land. But they're definitely wise beings. And when we connect with them, we can also connect on a deeper level with our own um, blood ancestors too. They help us with healing, physical healing. We go outside, we connect with the earth, we connect with the ancestors of the land. We ask for the healing and the richness that comes from the land. We can ask them to bring any of the spirits that can help us with our own healing, physically, mentally, emotionally, um, to come through, spiritually, to come through. Those ancestors are extremely important. We also, if there's, let's say you're having a lot of chaos in your home, a lot of feuding, arguing, not connecting the way you want to, ask the ancestors of the land where your house is sitting to come through and help create a different energy within your home, shift the energy in your home to create an environment where people are hearing each other, even if they're not physically hearing each other, right? They're connecting with each other um, on a spiritual and vibrational level so that it shifts the chaos and the conflict that's taking place. That's what the ancestors of the land can help you do. Mm, uh, that's really important for all of us as well. And solutions can, it, we can be assisted with solutions. I'm going to go work on that myself, actually. So very valuable tips for all of us. Thank you. And so we, we have more people that we can't get to. Apologize that we can't get to all of you today. But we hope that this has assisted you, each and every one of you, 
and work with Dr. Monique. Check out her class that's coming up and join in. That is a beautiful investment and your life will be changed with that. Beautiful lessons to learn here. All right. Thank you, Dr. Monique. As we say goodbye, I just want to give you final thoughts, a moment for final thoughts. Your ancestors are always there supporting you. They are not only full of wounds, they are also full of medicine and superpowers and gifts and healing that is there for you to support you on your journey. I would absolutely love to welcome you into our program so that you can create a deeper connection with your ancestors and your ancestresses so that you can do the things in your life that you really, really want to do and have that support from them all throughout your life. And as you do that work, bring in the power and the energy of these ancestors so that they can help future generations and current generations of your family as well. So thank you for coming and joining us and playing with us today. May your ancestors continue to surround you and support you and love you and guide you. Thank you to all of the ancestors that came through. And thank you for giving me the honor of connecting with your ancestors today. I truly appreciate it and I'm grateful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have made a deeper connection to our ancestors and we each have steps to take and work to take around this. And I love Lisa when she shared her authentic expression of how the ancestors and her lineage, lineage are bringing through the uniqueness. You know, we've always said, you know, it's, it, 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 it assists us in transcending competition. We can have a hundred yoga instructors in one room and every experience with those instructors will be different because of the authenticity of all of it. That does transcend competition and it validates the uniqueness that each of us bring into this incarnation for our planet. And I see the world where everyone is living authentically. It's wild and hilarious. So be authentic, everyone, and connect with your ancestors, your ancestresses for that ancestral medicine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Monique. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you, everyone, for your bright light. We love you and we honor you as well. Namaste. Okay, there we go. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart as we raise our own vibration we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe 
as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.